Hi everyone, this is the Business Boot Up edition of the Dreamers and Doers podcast. I'm Aria and I'm joined by my co-host Sammy Grace. It's great to be here today. Hi Aria, each week we'll come to you live from the Norman's Farmers Market where you will hear interviews from our younger and our more experienced entrepreneurs who inspire, educate, and give you active steps to help your business. The Business Boot Up podcast partners with Norman Chamber of Commerce who advocates to see Norman, Oklahoma be a thriving business community. And Business Boot Up is powered by First United Bank Norman. First United is not your typical bank. Their purpose is to inspire and empower others to spend life wisely. Thank you, Norman Chamber of Commerce and First United Bank for helping to see our youngest entrepreneurs achieve their business dreams. Today, we're joined by dreamer and doer, Mark Millsap. Mark is the regional publisher and ad director for the Norman Transcript, the oldest continuous business in Norman, the Norman Transcript. Founded in 1889, the newspaper has been awarded Sequoia Award for Best Newspaper in Oklahoma for three years running. 2017, 2018, and 2019. In his role as publisher, Mark coordinates multiple newspaper operations in the OKC Metro and South Central Oklahoma. These include Duncan, Chickasha, Moore, and Edmond. He's the publisher of two printing presses, one in Edmond and the other in Norman. Hello, Mark. That is quite the bio. Hello there. Uh, Yes, it is, and thank you uh, for having me. And yes, uh, I do a lot. Uh, There's lots of stuff to do in the newspaper business, and so uh, I try to make sure we uh, we do it all. So definitely uh, dreamers and doers. I dream of doing stuff, and I do it. So very happy about that. So we'd like to know, do you consider yourself a more natural dreamer or doer? Well, that's a great question. So I, I think both. I think you've got to be both. So you've got to dream big. You've got to dream uh, about things. You've got to have hopes and dreams and, and figure out what you want to do. Uh, I actually was, go- uh, in my younger days, uh, I dreamed of being a pharmacist. And so how did I get to be a publisher of a newspaper after dreaming of a pharmacist? Well, I flunked out of pharmacy school. Uh, and that's okay. You know, you try something, you think that's what you're going to do. If you fail, that's fine. You just focus your energy somewhere else. I could uh, draw and I like to doodle in class. And so I said I was either going to be an architect or, or be in advertising. And so um, decided that architects uh, didn't have a lot of fun. They weren't very cool. So um, I, I found advertising as, a, as an outlet for my passion, for my creativity. That led me to the newspaper business. And so I've been in the newspaper business for 26 years now. Long, long time. So I know you just told us a little bit about when you were younger. We're going to go back a little bit. So what was your life growing up? Like, what was your childhood like? And what was your first dream job? We know it was a pharmacist, but tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, so I I grew up in Muskogee, Oklahoma. So um, they say Okie from Muskogee. I I am an Okie from Muskogee. Uh, Grew up there, had a great childhood uh, going to Hilldale High School, not Muskogee High. Don't get me wrong, Muskogee High, ooh, not so good. Hilldale High School, great great place to, to grow up. Um, there, you know, I started, at 16, I started working at Kmart. I don't know if anybody knows what Kmart is. It was like the lesser Walmart, if you will, uh, way back when. I started working at Kmart when I was at 16. I did every job there. I was a stock boy. I went to go get the carts. I did checkout. I did layaway, if anybody knows what layaway was. Uh, we had to talk about that yesterday. But the part, the part I really liked was working in the pharmacy. So got to wear a little white coat, got to uh, count by fives, got to be in the air conditioning, things like that. And it was a pretty cool job. So uh, all my pharmacist friends talked about, hey, you need to go to pharmacy school. And I was, I was pretty bright in school and took a lot of chemistry classes and math classes and things like that. So I said, okay, I can, I can be a pharmacist. Let's, let's go. So I took the classes that I needed to at Northeastern State University over in Tahlequah. 
but um, you know, flunked a few, made A's in a few, had a, de a decent enough GPA to actually get in pharmacy school, and then I went out to a, a place called Southwestern out here in uh, Weatherford, Oklahoma. Went to Southwestern for a year and a half, and uh, my last semester there, I had uh, three, uh, three Fs and, and an A in typing. So I can type really well, that's another thing. So I came home and kind of figured out what the next step was, and like I said, was architect school or, or, or being in, in advertising. Advertising was a win. I had great, some great teachers at uh, Northeastern that kind of mentored me, and then uh, decided to get an internship at my hometown newspaper, the Muskogee Phoenix. And that internship led into a job, uh, that which led into a career, and, um, you know, we've been kind of all over. We started out in Muskogee, Oklahoma. After a few years there, we went to Wisconsin for a couple of years at a place called Fond du Lac. After that, we went to Montgomery, Alabama for a few years. After that, we went to Shreveport, Louisiana for uh, four years. So we moved around for about 10 years before we could come back to Oklahoma. And then I uh, got a job as a publisher uh, for my company now. Uh, uh, publisher's job was in Chickasha, if you know where Chickasha is. Just 35 minutes south of here, the, ch the home of the fighting chicks. Uh, really cool place, was there for three years, and then 2014, uh, I was privileged enough to be asked to be the publisher here in Norman, so it's been a wild ride. Well, you just answered my next question, which is, can you tell us about your journey to becoming <laughs> the publisher? I keep answering the questions early, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, no, it's but, uh, so yeah, so we got to Norman in 2014, and uh, was there for a few years, and about 2017, our company uh, did a reorganization type, and they said, oh, well, you're running Norman, and you're doing well with that, why don't you take on a few more papers? So, they ended up giving me uh, places like Chickasha and Duncan, and Paul's Valley, and Ada, and Edmond, and more. So I said, hey, go run these papers and see how well you do. And so for the last uh, so many years, we've been, I've been running those papers. I've got great staffs at all of those properties. And some of them, again, started as interns, moved up to be um, in their spots, whether it's be a reporter or an uh, advertising rep or work on the press and things like that. And, uh, and then some of them have went on to bigger and better things. I've had a lot of people uh, go on to things uh, in their career and I've helped them and that's one thing that I've loved to do is help people further their careers just like people help me further my careers. I love that. I love it. You've had a very, very full full life journey and it's yep. still going. So it's still going. what does a day in your life look like as a publisher for the Norman Transcript? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is, uh, that is a loaded question. Uh, some days it can be great. Some days it can be trying. Uh, so you just never know. That's, that's the one thing about the newspaper business that, that a lot of people don't know. Every day we put out a new product, okay? It's not often that you work for a company or a business or your career where every single day you literally put out a new product. So. Depending on what the day brings, you know, it could be out here like covering the farmer's market right now, taking some photos, talking to some people about, hey, what kind of vegetables did you get? Or, hey, what's, what's this guy over here with the pumpkin brownies doing? You know, talking to those people and meeting those people is great. But then again, we could have an emergency. There could be a fire. There could be uh, something bad go on where we have to take off. We have to go cover it and find out what's going on. Our main goal, obviously, is to get out the information to people whether that's on social media, whether that's through our website, whether that's through the pages of our paper. All we're trying to do is make sure that people are informed and understand what's going on at the farmer's market 
down the street when they see sirens or at city at the city hall. What's going on at city hall? There's no place else that you can really find out what's going on at the Norman City Hall or at the city council level. Uh, we've got a great mayor's race coming up next year. Uh, we're going to inform people about what these candidates are all about. And that's, that's one thing that's awesome is to help to hear people come back to us and go, hey, thank you so much for writing that story. I didn't know that. Thanks so much for letting me know about the mayoral candidates and, and where they stood on certain issues. And now I can make an informed decision on who needs to lead Norman in the next three years. So it's just every day, it's something different. Now, like I said, some days are trying. A lot of people, if we write a story, they love it, so we're really good. Or if they don't like the story now, they hate us. They absolutely come and say, I don't like you anymore. I'm going to stop taking your paper. Okay, that's fine. But just please read us. Read us the next issue. Read us the next story. It's kind of funny that people always threaten to, uh, to not take the paper, but they read it. And that's, that's what we're here to do is for people to read the paper and be informed. That's really interesting. So the Norman Transcript is the oldest continuous business in Norman. It was yep. founded in 1889. That's before Norman was officially a city. What would you attribute the long-lasting success to? Man, that is a long, long time. It's funny to know, and, and I, I realized when I got here, and we, we were doing some homework about it, it, was, it happened to be our birthday. It's like our 125th year when I first got here back, in, I think, in 2014. And all of a sudden, it's like, okay, have we not celebrated 125 years of being in business? So we actually have a birthday party. And all these people came in. We, had, you know, we have archives. I can actually go into our basement. There's a thing called the morgue. Uh, it's where we keep all the old papers. I literally can go down there and lay my hands on the paper from 1889, from July 13th, 1889. Now, you, it's only four pages. You gotta be real careful with it, it's very brittle. But you can, you can literally come through the transcript and I can show you the very first paper that was ever printed in 1889, over 130 years ago. The only thing I can attribute to that is people, again, wanna know what's going on, whether, uh, you know, this is the way that people got their news and information before broadcast, before TV, before podcasts, all right? Before that, they, they read the newspaper. And it's funny to look at some of those papers, and it's literally like, I saw so-and-so going to the market. I saw so-and-so at the bank. I saw so-and-so do this. It's kind of funny. It's more of a social newspaper rather than just all of the news and things like that. So, But it's funny to think that um, Abner E. Norman who our city is named for, got off the train way back in in 1889 and said, you know what, what should I do first? He says, I'll build a newspaper. I'll make a newspaper. It's kind of crazy to think that that was his thought process, but it was. He was an engineer by trade, but he decided, hey, people need to know about the news and need to know about what's going on in Norman, and that's where he started. I think that's pretty cool, and I, I just, I want, we want to continue to do that today. Make sure everybody knows what's going on in Norman. I love that. I always used to uh, go to wherever, whatever grocery store we went to, and I always pick up a newspaper. But I, I only read the cartoons, and then I gave it to my, then I gave it to my dad, and he read everything that was going on, and I thought that was super cool. So and that's and that's great. I mean, people, you read it for the cartoons. Other people read it, do the, for the crossword puzzle. Yeah. Other people read it because they like the news. Other people read it because they love the sports, and we cover the Sooners, and we cover the high schools. It doesn't matter why you like it. It just matters that you read us. And I love that you're wanting to read it for the comics, continue to read for the comics. If I leave the comics out of the paper, I get nasty phone calls, a bunch of them, because people are upset. If I mess up the crossword puzzle, I get a lot of calls of people upset that we messed up the crossword puzzle. So again, 
just read us. That's all I want. So I know you talked about your past and when you were a kid. Yep. What is one life lesson when you were in middle school or high school that you wish someone would have shared with you? The, the biggest thing I can say is I was always kind of a goofball. Uh, I, get, I always got in trouble. I always got put out in the hallway. I don't know if they still do that, but I got, I got put in the hallway a lot. Um, just don't worry about getting in trouble. You know, just don't worry about doing things that, that, uh, that are going to make people uh, uh, upset or things like that. Now, don't go out and set fire to anything, okay? Don't, don't be like that. What I'm saying is don't be afraid to take risks. Be unique. Be yourself. Do things. Uh, push the envelopes. But be yourself and be unique is I wish somebody had told me that it was okay to do that because, of course, I sit there, I get put in the hallway, I get in trouble, I go home. My mom and dad, actually my mom already knew I got in trouble because the ladies in the office already called her for some reason because she was friends with them. So she'd already know that I got in trouble. But it wasn't bad trouble. It was just being a goofball. I say be a goofball. Be unique. Be a goofball. And, and be yourself. Above all, all, all else, be yourself and do things like a podcast. Do things like art. Do things like, if you want to play sports, play sports. Just be yourself. Find your passion, especially in middle school, because in high school, you can lead down that path. You'll, have, you'll find a group of friends that like what you like, but don't be afraid to, to do that either. Don't be afraid to find your friends, find your focus when you get to high school. And then after that, college. Just find, find your, your, your way to go. Again, I was gonna be a pharmacist. That didn't happen, that's okay. Then all of a sudden it leads me to another path. Just don't be afraid to go down that path. One door closes, a window opens. That. <laughs> nice job. That's nice. So for our last question, do you have a tip of any kind that you want to share to our listeners that want to own their own businesses? Uh, don't do it. Uh, no, no, uh, do it. Uh, so it's kind of funny. So I, I've always thought of owning our own business and something that you guys don't know about me. Not only am I a publisher here at, uh, at Norman and these other papers, but uh, my wife and I actually own the Holmberg House Bed and Breakfast on Campus Corner. So we're innkeepers, which is kind of a cool thing in itself too. So we own our own business. And again, just like the newspaper, some days it's trying, some days it's great. And a lot of days it's great because you have a lot of people coming in and staying with us that that don't know about Norman. We talk to them about Norman. They come to see their kids at OU. It's right on Campus Corner, so we get a lot of OU traffic, OU, OU mom and dad, moms and dads. They're bringing their kids there, there to uh, to Norman for the first time or to the university, and they're, you know they're letting go of their kids, and it's it's very trying for them. We try to make it comforting and, and help them out, and then we always talk, hey, bring the kids over for breakfast as well because. You know, they're welcome. We have kids uh, that are 20, no, 19 and 24 at this point. So we understand that. And so we want to take care of those kids just like the moms and dads would. But uh, made a lot of a lot of friends already. They return and, and they come back in and we, we've seen them through generations of their kids. So their kids started as freshmen. Now they're uh, seniors. And then the, the, the brothers and sisters are coming in. So we get to, they stay with us. And again, it's just like family. So... Again, I go back to the passion. We had a passion to do this. We still have passion to do it. And so whatever your passion is, if you can turn that into a business and make money, <laughs> by all means do that. That is awesome because, you know, honestly, the newspaper business is not a job for me. It's, it's not a, it, it turned into a career, but it's a passion of mine. Like I said, I was very passionate about advertising and helping small businesses, growing their business thing. That's how I started. If you don't have passion, go do something else. All right, go get a job somewhere else, go get a career somewhere else. If you don't like what you're doing, change it. 
Change it right now. Go do something else that you're passionate about because life is too short. You need to go do something that you love. So that would be my advice. I love that. Mark, thank you so much for your time. I oh, know that you. we and those that listen are just going to be so much better for your words. Where can we find more about Norman Transcript? So that's www. I like to say that because I'm old. www.normantranscript.com. Uh, find us, follow us on any social media, Facebook, the old social media. Please do that. We do have, I do have younger people that do Instagram and Twitter. Ooh. We're trying to start a uh, TikTok because I love TikTok too. So we got to start a TikTok. So if one of you guys can come help me do that, that'd be awesome because I'm not very good at that. So we'll talk about that off the air uh, about that. But yes, come come to us uh, again. Read us. Pick up a paper at the grocery store, the convenience store. Go online and look at us. Go on Facebook or other social media. Come and see what we're all about. Well, you guys heard him. Don't go away. We will be back with our next interview shortly. Hi, you guys. We are back with Sam from our Real Garden team. Real Garden is a team made up of Lovework students who, with the guidance of our resident gardener, harvest, package, and sell produce from the Loveworks Garden at the Norman's Farmer's Market. The garden is sponsored by Ecowood Solution. Small seeds can become big dreams. Hi. We're so excited to learn more about you and your story, Sam. Uh, what drew you to first be a part of Real Garden? Um, well, I like to work with plants and green stuff and just, it feels like I'm growing, you know? So we're hoping our youngest entrepreneurs can learn from you since you're part of business. And Real Garden is still pretty new. So what have, what have been your, sorry, what have been some of your challenges that you faced? Well, usually just finding a time to arrange it. So, and... Is it really difficult to, like, find a way everyone can get together and stuff? Yeah. So, what is something that you've, that you've learned from interacting with other people and stuff and working with your hands in the garden? Well, I have learned it is important to, you know, talk loud and smile and always stay there and make sure somebody is you know, or at the stand. Yeah, for sure. So for our last question, what has been one of your favorite parts about being a part of the Real Garden team? So my favorite parts is just interacting with the customers and watching them smile That's and getting awesome. to know them. Sam, thank you so much for your time. I know that our listeners and us are going to be so much better for it. Where can we like find uh, Real Garden? Um, it is on the 12th of Alameda Street. Mm-hmm. All right. In Norman, Oklahoma, in the United States. <laughs> All right. So, Aria, weren't those some awesome interviews? What was something that stuck out to you that the audience can go and do now? So, one thing important that I learned from Mr. Mark is that even if your dreams don't end up going right the first time, you can always just get back up again and find another dream and follow your passions. I love, I love that Sam had said that he, his favorite parts were just smiling and interacting with customers. I think that's so important, and I love that so much. Yeah. Next week, we'll be back with two new business owners that will hopefully inspire, educate, and bring you a powerful point of action to grow your idea or business. We want to send out another huge thank you to the Norman Chamber of Commerce, First United Bank, the Cleveland Fairgrounds, and Loveworks Leadership for believing in our youngest entrepreneurs. 
And just a reminder, don't forget to visit loveworksleadership.org and learn how you can be a part of our next business boot up cohort. Cohere number six applications are due October 22nd, so don't wait. And remember, real leaders don't blend in, they stand out. Dream big. And do your dreams. Bye, y'all.